I now had two dreams. One was maybe three days ago, and then the other one was yesterday. I'll tell you the two dreams or the short summary of those, and then I want you to interpret them for me. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Let's try this. And then I'll tell you what I think. It's going to be mind. ridiculous because I don't interpret dreams, but all right. Well, that's why I want you to do it. I would not go to somebody go. that does this professionally, okay? I'm not interested <laughs> in a professional opinion on dream interpretations. Thank you very much. No. So <clears throat> I think three days ago, uh, I had a dream where I was at the airport and my kids were there. Like I was there traveling with my two boys and they were like playing somewhere. And we had maybe an hour overlay before the next flight. And all of a sudden I discover another bag and for whatever reason, it's a bag too much. I know I cannot take this bag with me. And it's way overfilled. And it's not filled with clothes. It's filled with just paper, notes and shit. Just all kinds of random, more like office stuff. And I'm trying to work through all these papers and decide what from this can I throw away? What do I have to keep? Where do I put it? And... For whatever reason, very quickly, the amount of stuff that I'm dealing with is seemingly, at the beginning, it seems just like a slight annoyance, but increasingly, it becomes overwhelming to me. And just I work through it. And, and then all of a sudden, it's in a few minutes, or the, the flight is already boarding, and I'm still ways ahead from being done. And I'm like, just stressed out of my mind, trying to figure out how to figure out the luggage situation, right? So that's dream one. Dream two, which was yesterday, was I'm at a restaurant with Sofian and some other people in Greece. And we're walking out of the restaurant. And on the way out, there's a little whatever area, just a weird area where there's nobody. And I see a bunch of garbage bags that I left there last time I came to the restaurant. Don't ask me why. And I see them and I go, oh, fuck. I left this here and it wasn't cool. I should probably deal with this and clean this out. And I tell Sophie and the rest of the people that were there with me to just go ahead. I have to do a little bit of cleaning up here and I'll, I'll catch up with you. And so they leave. And I'll, at the, again, at the beginning, the it seems like a minor annoyance, just a little bit of garbage that I for whatever reason, out of convenience or something, just left there instead of taking care of it. And I'm like, ah, fuck, I should really take This is my mess. I need to take care of this. And as I start trying to put it together and figure out where can I throw this away, it is growing. All of a sudden, I look and it's a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, wow, I can't carry this. I need to come. I need to go back and forth to some garbage can multiple times. And then I have to go and add, then there's some girl that works at the restaurant that shows up and she's like flirting with me. And I just, I don't get that at all, but I'm asking her if she could get me garbage bag so I can clean up after this. And she's like, no problem. And she brings a, a garbage bag. And as I'm trying to put things in there, it rips apart. And I look and all of a sudden now we're talking about that if you have a garage full of shit, a whole garage full of it, just like old printers, fucking broken <laughs> chairs, just stuff that I can't just, I cannot put in a garbage bag and go throw out on the way out. It's just massive, just insane mess. And I, and now I'm getting stressed and I'm like, what the fuck? I can't even take care of this myself. This is way too much. This is going to take forever to do. I don't even know where to start. And I'm like super overwhelmed by all of this shit. So I want your unprofessional opinion. What 
Doc, Dr. Asemi, what would our friend Freud say this means? What do these two, because these two dreams have something in common in my mind, right? Although they have very different dreams. What is it? What, what is my subconscious trying to tell me here? So my very unprofessional diagnosis here, after looking at the lab results, is uh, you need to strip a lot of the extra baggage that you have in your days out and just be more present of the present moment. Oh, you're so nice. You, you went to the, you went with your outer image. Like if you were a, a therapist, people would call you, you know, whatever, Buddha, Semi or something, right? Because you, you seem so Zen. It's a very Zen analysis. I like it. <laughs> I, I like it. Okay, maybe. You know what my instinct was? Both times, I felt like, oh, I'm like the in, after the first dream. My instinct, or my first intuition was, I need to let go of some shit that I'm still trying to organize. Like I'm still trying to make sense and decide and determine and, and figure out things that I just need to let go. Because my feeling was that at that airplane, the only thing that stressed me out so much is that I was trying to organize all these papers and figure out which ones I need and which ones I didn't. But in hindsight, it was clear that I didn't need any of these. There were like, there were old notes from NLP workshops in there and hypnosis workshops and just stuff that I don't need. And so the feeling was, I just need to let go of some shit. Like I could have just taken that bag and go, that stays here. We don't need this. Versus... Oh shit, I didn't know I have this bag. Now I need to deal with it and fix it and figure it out. And then this morning when I woke up after this dream, there was this intuition that maybe it's just a part of me that is giving me this message <laughs> because it doesn't want me to keep digging. But I had this feeling of maybe the more I dig into some parts of my psyche or my past or my family maybe all that is doing right now is creating more and more quote-unquote work but i just need to let go and move on versus figure out and analyze yeah i agree that's that's actually kind of what i had in mind also when i said be more present for the present moment I am. I, i actually find that for me when i have these like nights where i wake up and i'm like there's dreams or thoughts that don't leave me in peace and uh, let me get back to sleep. Usually the way I get over that is by just stripping my base of as much as I can. So like I just focus on on doing the few essential things that I, that I got to do. And I basically don't allow myself to do anything else or think about anything else. You mean the day after you've had a dream like that? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I actually, I reduce everything. I, I eat less. I, the only thing I do is like I drink more water. And I move more and I move more and I just try to do everything that I do kind of more consciously, more mindfully. Nice. I like that. You know, this is the, this is not the kind, those are not the kind of dreams that they're not disturbing. And I have to fight. I I only remember this for the first few seconds after waking up. And then I like write Uh them down because they're very, very easy to, to lose in my short-term memory. But I do have the sense that the last few weeks, maybe I'm taking too much of a deep dive on some old topics. On the one hand, it's sort of, it's interesting. I do like to discover new things about myself and right. or 
to discover my family in a new light, right? And our family yeah. history. Like I've basically rewritten my entire upbringing in the last three weeks. Not completely, yeah. but it had some drastic changes in, in notes and some very different interpretations of what really happened. And there was also a lot of family dynamics. My mom getting really sick, my oldest brother and me getting into a little situation. Just like there were all these little tiny little bits of family tensions mm -hmm. and that plus all the self-analysis and in family analysis that I've done on the one hand it's very interesting and I'm like I I on one hand enjoy learning all these things anew and seeing them new and discovering, oh, here is like discovering a bag with stuff in it. And I'm like, oh, here's a bag I didn't know about. Let me clean it out. Let me figure it out. But then it is not, yeah. But then I do have the intuition that maybe I'm going too deep into that rabbit hole too fast. And that is not gonna lead me where I want to be, which is I wanna feel lighter, not heavier. I wanna feel happier. I, I, I don't want to be dragged down. I want to be uplifting myself and living my days a bit lighter, a bit more with a bit more fun and exploration and adventure versus with deep, intense, dark analysis. But if I had to choose, both things are not fully painting the true picture of my life right now. But if I had to pick one of those two, it's less fun, lighthearted adventure. And it's more deep, dark analysis. And so and so maybe it's just a a reminder that I I don't have to figure this out all out all at once and I also maybe now that I discovered it it's good to know but I don't have to make this now my main project. My main project that I have to clean out and figure out and resolve completely. Maybe and also this is the type of stuff that is not resolvable completely. Right? So it's the type of thing where learn something and then move on. Let it go as well. Don't keep going through all these pieces of paper and trying to like organize all this because all it does is stresses you out or it drags you down. And the more I do, the, there the metaphor is striking. The more of this analysis I do, the bigger the mess is getting. It's not less. Yeah. Uh, uh. It's like, right. what's that mythological creature where you chop off the head and then there's two new ones? Medusa's, Medusa, I think, is go. when you cut off the, the head. Yeah, um, it, it's exactly that. It, it looks like at the beginning, it's like, oh, here's a bag of some old garbage. I should yeah. take care of this. And a couple of days later, I look around and there's like mountains of stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'll never get out of here. I will never get out of this room. And then even like, do I, do I need to do this right now? It's in both stories, it was a personal choice. I, I didn't get an external force that said, there was nobody in the restaurant that stopped me and said, this is your stuff. And if you don't clean it up, you can't get out. Right. And in the airport, there was nobody that said, you have to take this bag with you or else. I just discovered the, the luggage, the piece of luggage, as well as the little bit of garbage. And I went, oh, I should figure this out. And as I'm figuring it out, it becomes bigger and bigger. And I'm more and more stressed and it's becoming more and more work. And, and I'm like, and in that sense, it's, it is similar. I don't have a consciously, I've not been living the last couple of days with the goal to figure out my family history or something. It's not been my like core intention, but you know, if I look at what I've been doing, 
what was the main work, inner work I've been doing? Yeah. It's that. It's been a yeah. lot of that. And it's because I tippy-toed into an area I didn't even think about that much. Like I sort of stumbled over something and thought and felt, wow, there's a lot going on with my family still. I should take a look at this. And as I took a look, I'm like, wow, there's a lot going on. And, I'm, <laughs> and then every day I've been thinking about it. I've been having conversations. I've been reading. I've been dreaming. And now I'm like, whoa, I'm so drained. I really feel drained by all of this. And this is overwhelming. I don't know. Like, you know, I'm always... I'm suspicious on four dimensional in my suspicions, right? So like thinking about it from all kinds of angles, I'm like, huh, maybe I'm just about to hit gold or find something right. really right. important. And there's a part of me that's, yeah. just leave, just leave this garbage yeah. and don't worry about it. Because on, from another perspective, I could say, well, mm -hmm. if this is my garbage and it's at mm -hmm. a restaurant and I just mm -hmm. left it there, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter if it's overwhelming or not, if it's getting more, I should deal with it. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. Just leave? It's not going to get less. With the airport dream, it would be easier because if it's just a bag of papers, I could literally just throw it away. But with the restaurant dream, maybe I should take care of it. And maybe there's just a part of me that's like, ah, this is too much work. Just run away from it, which I also don't want to do. But I, think, I do think that the right approach is all, almost always a more balanced approach. And I do think that it's not the worst idea to let some of these things rest a little bit and refocus. It's not even not thinking about them or not or making them a taboo now, but it's more taking a bit of my energy and attention and directing it towards what brings me joy. What do I want to experience today? What fun do I want to have today? What exciting things do I want to be participating in, investing some of my energy into the now and into the today and less of my energy and attention into the past. And then it's not a running away from it or pretending it's over or, or not wanting to look at it, but it's also maybe not a diving into it so deep that I'm getting lost. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, also the bag of garbage or the, the, the luggage of documents, right? That's something where you have to choose what do I keep and what do I discard forever. And this is this this is with you anyway. So you're not really throwing it away forever. You're just like saying, all right, this is like when you're like when you're diving, right? You dive for a certain amount of time, but then you go back in the air like above the water and you take a, you know, you breathe. <laughs> Don't let it suffocate you. Yeah. I feel like I, I definitely have been having some intense days internally. Yeah. I think also part of this might, might just be it, sort of all, a lot of this started with me wondering about my grief, like why I don't have it. We didn't have it. Maybe there's something interesting there. And then, you know, maybe I feel like some of these things are better when you deal with them in a you experience it or you engage with it, but not in a, you just ponder all day around it. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah. So instead of like the, the thing that I haven't done, one thought that I had once was maybe I should bring together my two brothers and my mother and we should grieve together. Maybe, maybe we won't cry, but sit down and talk about the death of uh, my father and the pain it caused us all. Maybe we make it a more official thing where there's 
we have some time and space. Maybe the, you know, we put on some candles and we talk about this and make it a thing. And then it's done. And maybe it was a big thing. Maybe it was a small thing, but it had a beginning, middle and end. And it was lived in the now. Like a ritual or a ceremony. Something almost. along those lines. Yeah. 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 Versus this, I'm thinking about it. Then I'm meditating mm -hmm. on it. Then I'm going on a walk and I bring it up. And my brother, one brother, and I talk about it a little bit. Then, you know, I ask my mom a question about it. Then I read in a book about it. And it's just like, I'm dragging this on and I'm in these multiple dimensions i'm in the now i'm in the future i'm in the past but i'm not tackling it i'm not attacking mm -hmm. it i'm not experiencing something and going let's grieve and let's talk and let's make it an event a, a ritual a thing then then it's done and we've gone through it together versus this for days and weeks and weeks it's this veal that hangs above everything that is happening. And it's not resolved, but it's just constantly running it's in the background. Going in the back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love I that, that idea. I was also just thinking about like me doing this with someone. And then I felt so uncomfortable because it feels so weird to like, to imagine, okay, hey, we're going to, let's do this thing and then be then doing it. But it's the kind of weirdness that, It's like a good kind of weirdness where you're like, okay, this is weird that I should do, not weird that I shouldn't do. <laughs> yeah, this is the kind of weirdness that what stops you is not that there's not an intuition that this would feel good and be healing or right, but that you are self-conscious. What will, yes. will somebody judge me? Will I feel yes. weird doing this thing? Because it's unusual, right? Yes. yes. But like, fuck all that. Like, this is, that's the thing where I am getting better with this type of stuff. And that's the, the thing when we were talking about in the episode about me punching uh, pillows, that was a sort of thing I would have never done, yeah. ever. Yeah. And I didn't make it a big thing or a small thing. I didn't make it the, I'm now a Gestalt therapy practitioner and let me tell yeah. everybody about pillows. And I didn't try to make it sophisticated and make mm -hmm. it a big thing. And mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't look at it and go, well, it is an idea that I just had, but because it's not sophisticated or cool or impressive, I will not engage, which is the what I would have usually done. But I just thought, let's just try something. Let's just try it. What's the big deal? Let's punch a couple of times. It didn't help. It didn't help. Fuck it. And I'll do something else. The this, I think the attitude of just let's do something to deal with a situation or to experience something differently versus this just purely let's analyze, let's think. And then if we come up with a plan that in our minds sounds and feels both safe and highly likely to succeed, then we will yeah. enter the It's world like, of real doing and exit uh -huh. the world of analyzing it. Uh -huh. it's, like, it's like having a business idea and then coming up with a 10-year yeah. business plan Yeah. Before yeah. It's yeah. the it's the yeah. I, I want to have the perfect marketing plan before we launch this product versus doing a million little experiments and failing, failing, failing until you find the right thing. And and no failure making it a bigger deal than it is, but just focusing on speed and experimentation, experiencing things, generating insights, generating learnings, and ultimately finding the right path. That that model is a better model in almost everything. It's the same thing in with our personal issues, our inner work, where if we overthink and overanalyze because we want to find the solution in our head, 
and then turn the key in our mind and boom, now a new door is open and everything changes. We, you know, that can, sometimes that can work, but oftentimes that can take forever and never get you there. Versus a more practical attitude that is not, let's run away from it, right? But is let's do, let's talk, let's write, let's engage with this subject and then move on and not let's sit here and look at this problem for days and days and weeks and weeks and months and months. Sometimes when you look at a problem or a, a failure, just staring at it from a very close distance for a very long time is not a recipe to finding the solution, yeah. right? Because all it does is it stiffens you up. It makes you less flexible. It makes you usually feel worse. It creates tension versus the stepping away from the problem, starting from scratch, using now writing it out on paper, writing it on your laptop, on a whiteboard, going on a walk in nature, calling a friend to talk about it, trying, trying something with a bunch of people in a coffee shop, whatever, like engaging, trying to find a solution from different angles and in real life versus sitting in front of something and just staring at it and getting more and more stuck in the process. You do some introspection, but then you also put it out in the real world and let it do something and see what happens, right? Yeah, yeah. Pure introspection. It, you can't live in your head. Yeah. You cannot live life in your head. And therefore, you cannot fix most problems by just being in your head, right? You can't run away from your thoughts and changing the way you think about something can change the outer world completely. But it is the play between both and real living always happens outside. Like you have to engage with the world in some way. And too many of us, too often, we're trying to figure it out, quote unquote. We try to organize our thoughts, make a plan, set the goals, make the decisions, figure out the right solutions. And then once we figure out everything in our mind, then we feel, quote unquote, ready to step into the real world and now execute this plan that gives us security, a false hope that this will work because I've thought it through and I'm so certain. But oftentimes when people start on that path of thinking, they never think it through to the end and therefore they almost never even get started. Because it's very difficult to figure it out and to have a perfect plan that gives you 100% certainty and confidence in anything in life. And then when we, even if you do have that certainty in your mind, you go out of the real world and no plan ever survives contact with the real world and then things change and what what did you do like spend all these months yeah. planning yeah. Yeah. you just wasted life <laughs>